I want to welcome you guys to Our Bop, Our Bop. This is Riddick's Book of Philosophy. My name's Philip Riddick, and this is where I talk about what I want to talk about the way I want to talk about it. If you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, family, and loved ones to come in and enjoy my whimsical way of saying things, doing things, and thinking about things. Please hold for a very important message. Hey, everybody. Sooner or later, you're going to have to travel. You're going to have to take a plane, a hotel, or rent a car, or something, either because you want to go on a vacation, something that you were waiting for or really wanted to do, or sometimes we have some unfortunate circumstances in our families where we have to travel involuntarily. Either way or the other, if you need to travel, you want to save some money. I am an independent TSA travel savings ambassador for iBoomerang. And I can save you 30 to 70% on your travel. If you send me your first and last name to the following email address, dcboomgetaways at gmail.com. Once again, dcboombuumgetaways at gmail.com. I can send you an absolutely free website, yours personally, that you can use whenever you want, and it will save you money. It can save your money whenever you are going away. You might be going away now. You might be going away in the future. This website is yours forever. So once again, if you want to save money traveling 30 to 70%, shoot your first and last name to me at dcboombuumgetaways at gmail.com. Welcome to our bop. Welcome to our bop. Thank you guys for coming. This is unprecedented. I was invited to the pit life barbecue podcast and, uh, those two great guys, Johnny Maggs and the barbecue broker and their producers allowed me to also record the podcast. This is a fantastic conversation. You learn a lot about me because I was the one getting interviewed, but they allowed me to record it as well and upload it as a Arbop podcast. So this went out on two forums in various places, and this is amazing. So hang on to your butts. This is going to be fantastic. And the interview's coming up right now. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by the Barbecue Broker. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, brother? Not much. How you doing? Oh. Chilling, brother. I'm excited about today. Oh, I'm excited. Be such a good show. Fantastic. I've been I've been waiting for this to get this date from the first evening I spent with this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, did we have a time? Bunch of us in in a chat. We thought we we sidetracked our other buddy's Facebook page. They were you heard of Facebook jail? Yeah. If we want, we thought we were live on his Facebook feed during this because someone commented from his early alive he did mm-hmm. we thought they were going to put him under 
Facebook jail. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you could go on to Facebook jail. Oh, we were coming damn close, damn close. So what's what's going on? How you doing? Good, man. Real good. Real good. Just uh, the week flew by. Like it fast. went quick. It went and quick. I'm having trouble getting meats. I saw your post today. I'm having trouble getting meats. It's rough out there. Struck the up. Costco, where all, all the meats are usually in the cases, produce. Produce all in cases meats, of the, water. Where the, the briskets usually are, there was just ground beef. That's it. No chicken, no pork. I'm going to have to no teach briskets. you how to hunt. I got a few more sources. Actually, I went to Wegmans today and, and, and struck gold. They had a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. Good, good. Did. But I struck out Market Basket and all the other major chains. Um, nothing. Death is coming. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Just got to know how to get it. That's all. Phil! There's surprises everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right down to business here. This guy, I don't want to keep this guy waiting. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know, even know if I can do this justice. Ladies and gentlemen, today I'm very, we are very excited to welcome my good, dear friend and now yours. You're, you're in. You're in the family. Whether he likes it or not. Ladies and gentlemen, Philip Riddick, a.k.a. Daddy, Daddy Cooks, Cooks, also of the Arbop podcast. Phil, my brother from another mother. Are you there, pal? <laughs> Which, we're, by the way, we're on wait, right let me, now. Let me say this. <clears throat> I'm amazing. Oh! <laughs> There we go. And, and should we tell everyone that we're, what was also happening at the same time that this is happening? We, I think. I'll so, do it if you don't mind. Have at it. All right, guys. This is a live podcast. All right. But this is a simul podcast because I'm also recording this. Mm -hmm. So once this is done and all of, all of the uh, audio files are squared away, this is going up on the Arbop podcast as well. It will be on YouTube. It will be on <laughs> You name it, Spotify, it's going to be on Apple iTunes, it's going to be on anywhere you can find a podcast. Beautiful. Oh, so we're fantastic. doing, so, so, so we're dual podca podcasting today. That's it. I don't know First if it's time ever, ever. done. I don't know. We but it's be, happening now. We could be groundbreaking here. This is awesome. We're, Good we're double fisted. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Cheers, my brother. Cheers. <laughs> there you go, guys. What you drinking, guys? <sighs> I'm going. I, I'm just going straight coffee. I literally just got out of work. Quality okay. H2O. Oh, H2O. nothing wrong with that. I, I'm I'm the baby of the bunch. This is just <clears throat> Patron Silver Tequila. Oh. There you oh. go. There you go. Well, first off, Phil, yes. let me first start by, sir, thank you for this, your service to this great country. Oh, man, continue. You're welcome, man. man my service, service is my pleasure. Yep. I've been I've been serving. My entire adult life. Thank you, yes. so, Thank you much. so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's fill in everybody of who is Philip Riddick? Who is Daddy Cooks? Philip Riddick, <clears throat> before Daddy Cooks, before the Arbot podcast, Philip Riddick is a 23-year retired Airborne Ranger infantry veteran, four-time combat veteran, all right, Operation... Uh, Just Cause, Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Four different wars. Not deployments to the same one for some of these babies in the military now. Four different wars. All right. 
From there, being glad that I never lost a man weapon or a piece of equipment. Thank you very much. Hands together for not getting anybody killed. All right. From there, I retired. Once I retired, I'm continuing on. I work, I call it parts unknown because of OPSEC, you know, operational security. You don't yep. talk about where you are at a given time. Mm-hmm. But after I retired, I was in Kuwait for a couple of years working, training people to continue on the war into Iraq and Afghanistan. From there, I moved to the Kyrgyz Republic right next to China, below freaking uh, Kazakhstan. Great, great, great country. And then now I'm in another place where I'm still protecting people. I'll say that. And somewhere in the middle of all that, I figured out I knew how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> and where to find the meats or food in general. It's oh, not- speaking of meats, just speaking of meats, and I know you said you had trouble finding something. Uh-huh. Um, I did these killer freaking – so my wife and I, yesterday, well, on Mother's Day, we went – because she said, baby. I said, huh? She says, I want steaks. I was like, shit, there's a meat shortage. <laughs> <laughs> and being the typical uh, male, I failed to pre-plan this shit. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I decided I was going to go and look around. So I went to a first store, nothing. Just like you said, hamburger and like freaking skirt steaks and stuff like that. Went to store number two, uh, nothing. To include toilet paper or bleach, I was looking. And then I went to, I went to the normal store that I normally go to, but I was going to go to them last. But I, I mean, I was going to go to them first. But I said, you know, I got better chances going. This is going to sound so terrible. Going to the better neighborhoods. And then it dawned on me, if you're in a better neighborhood, people make more money, they're going to buy the good meat. So I said, well, I got to swing by the lesser in franchise. That sounds so terrible. Anyway, <laughs> I went to the poor... <laughs> To my regular uh, store, dude, they had ribeyes everywhere. All right. They had half inch ribeyes. They had one inch ribeyes, you know, for the amateurs. But I want to cook some food. So while there's this little old blue haired lady trying to out hustle me to the steaks, and I, you know, you don't kidney punch an old lady. So I let her, let her go. And then another dude showed up. I'm like, listen, you're young, man. You know, chip a tooth on this guy. But anyway, um, He's like, man, they got good meat here. And then the, the butcher came from the back. The place is called Carly C's. Any of you guys in the uh, Fort Bragg, Fayetteville, North Carolina area, it's Carly C's. Anyway, this guy comes out and says, can I help you? I said, hey, are you guys cutting meat? He said, yeah, we're cutting meat. Really? I said, can I order some steaks? He's like, yeah. I said, man, I want six two-inch bone-in ribeyes Angus. He said, man, give me 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go for the bone in when you can get it. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, man. oh, my goodness, man. And I did some on my Instagram and on my Facebook. I don't know if you saw Johnny Max. Them things turned out fantastic. Oh, yeah. You did uh, You did a couple different pots. Exactly. Of it. Yeah, exactly. they looked beautiful. Oh, man. They tasted sinfully good. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, indeed. But anyway, <clears throat> back to the story. After all this military nonsense, blah, 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 I figured out that I can cook. Mm. Now, I'll beat you to the question. Phil, huh? When did you first start cooking? I'm glad you asked. I was just going to say that. <laughs> he's probably he new here, but I was just going to say that. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is how I started cooking, guys. <clears throat> Being in the military here, Fort Bragg, uh, North Carolina, 82nd Airborne Division. Yes, I jumped out of airplanes for 17 years. Speech. Anyway. My so mother-in-law, awesome. who's in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, I don't claim it, but she did live there. Okay, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> anyway, she took ill, and my wife and my only daughter at the time 
went down there to take care of her. So now I'm here at Fort Bragg by myself. And dude, you can only eat so much ramen. There's only so much peanut butter, jelly, hot dogs. Get old, baby. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> anyway. That's a fellow with cheese. What turned into my friend was PBS. And you're going to remember some of these names. The uh, Frugal Gourmet, Justin Wilson, Julia Child, Emma Lagasse when he had hair. Oh, you know who's, what I'm saying? Who, who's the first one I ever watched? Yan Can Cook. Yan Can Cook, baby. I love When it. I was a little Yen kid, can... I would watch him religiously. I know. If Yan Can Cook, you can too. Yeah. How about, I hope how about, that how about Gus, Gus, anyway. was it Gus, Gus Saunders? Is that a oh, guy on the radio? I don't know. Gus. Gus, Gus. Gus Saunders, maybe? Is that a. Uh-uh. I don't know. Ah. It was only Julia Child's era, but anyway. I started, and a couple more come to mind while I'm talking. Uh, Jacques Papin, remember him? Mm -hmm. Papin, yeah. Anyway, I started watching these shows, you know, and it made sense. You know, you, you can fix this with that, white wine with white meat, red wine with red meat, that type of thing. You know, some things basil goes with, something time goes, you know, time goes with fish and, and poultry and basil goes with red meat, stuff like that. And it made sense to me. So I started trying it and stuff was tasting good. Shit was making sense. And then I started expanding from there. And that's when the cooking started. Now, <laughs> uh, I'll wait for the next question. <laughs> Where does barbecue fall in your repertoire of, uh, of cooking? You cook so many different things. I saw that you cooked oxtail recently, which, is, which I saw. Mm -hmm. at, uh, it was one of the only things they had at Restaurant Depot. And I just picked it up. I was like... Yeah, I, I don't know how to cook this right now. And I don't feel like watching YouTube channels. But then I saw his. And I, because I, I guess I did search for it. And that's how I did actually find that unrelated to wow. my, my research. I actually, yours, yours came up in my search yeah. about the oxtails. So, mm. but as far as barbecue goes, where does it fall in your, in your, um, enjoyment of, I say, cooking and eating to, to kind of together combined. Barbecue comes in if, if let me see, if low is zero and, and the best is 100, barbecue cruises in right at freaking 90, 95. Okay. All, right? All right. As far as cooking, because it's fun mm -hmm. and it takes more skill than some people know. We'll get into that shortly. Um, I started barbecuing. Let me, let me back up. I started thinking I knew how to barbecue after watching my father. All right. And he's still alive. And if he hears this, he's going to be mad as hell because Pops don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a difference between barbecuing, grilling, and then just throwing some shit over the fire and hope it turns out okay. Mm -hmm. You with me? Mm -hmm. 100%. But the, my barbecuing came in, when did I start really, really barbecuing? Uh, I got this old wreck. Well, it's not old. If you look at some of my older videos, it's just, I think it was like a $200 grill, square grill, had to crank down the uh, rack. It was. Uh, Is that the one that you just recently cooked? Oh, that you cooked the, um, you did a brisket on it. Did you do a brisket on that one with the charcoal to the side? It was just this older kind of square cho yeah, charcoal. I did grill. a lot of cooks on that one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos and that's when I was like, Oh snap, you don't put charcoal on the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to offset. And that's when I started experimenting with, I wasn't filming as much, but I was experimenting and that's what experimenting with it. And that's where I came up and I understood that 
you put your charcoal on half of your grill or a portion of your grill, and then that's how you achieve your low, medium, and high. Hmm. You want high heat, you go right over the fire. You want medium heat, you pull it away a little bit. You want low heat, you take it away from the fire, you're offset. And once I learned that, my barbecue journey started. Then I just started playing with meats and flavors. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Once you figure out how to not burn your shit up, then you can start playing with the stuff you're trying to cook. <laughs> That's 100% correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, like you were saying, like you did a, you did a video a couple weeks back um, of a tuna salad. Oh, that, that was, was fantastic. Cook. Thank you, sir. It was, that was a live cook, too. You know, and, uh, and you, you know, you've done that. And, you know, a couple before that, you um, showed everybody how to make ghee. Yeah. You know, if anybody doesn't know, Phil, what is ghee? Ghee is, <clears throat> all right, I'm going to tell you what it is, and I'm going to tell you what I made. <clears throat> ghee is actually butter oil mm-hmm. that has been rendered down from a cultured milk, which none of us freaking get, all right? Cultured milk. You milk your cow, you milk your goat, you milk your mule, whatever you're milking, as long as it's a female. <laughs> I, know, I, milk, I know I milk <laughs> the mule pot. I milk, I milk my mules. <laughs> Whatever you're milking, that right there is freaking cultured. It's got everything in there. It's got bacteria. It's got mm. enzymes. It's got all kinds of stuff. It's got animal stuff in it, okay? From there, you make your, you make, go from milk, you make your butter. Now you have butter with animal stuff in it, mm-hmm. all right? That's your cultured butter. That you put over heat and you boil it down to get out of the any of the milk solids and you get out any of the liquid and you just get down to the oil. That is traditional Middle Eastern ghee, all right? Get it in Egypt, get it in Saudi Arabia, whatever. Now, what I did was I took butter that we buy locally, unsalted. I found out you can do salted, but I've never done that, so I can't, you know, that's just, just from what I heard. Unsalted butter. It's not ghee because ours has been pasteurized and it's been processed from processed milk, blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't have all the animal stuff in it because USDA doesn't allow you to do that. So you do the same thing. You boil it down until you separate the milk solids, the, uh, the whey proteins, and get rid of all of the water, and you just have a butter oil. And it tastes fantastic. Stuff that you dip your crab legs into, mm-hmm. it tastes great. It also has a higher ask, smoke. I was just going to ask, what, what do you – Cook, how do you use it? You know, and crab legs is oh, yeah. right up there with my favorite thing to dip in butter. So now you can use it as a condiment. I just want to say that word. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it as a condiment. You can put it on, put it on a salad. It's great. Use it for crab legs. It's great. Or you can cook with it and it will enhance your cooking. Do a grilled cheese sandwich with and ghee. Okay. You get the buttery taste in your bread and then the cheese. Like, come on, man. You got me doing it, Johnny Man. Come on, man. Oh, oh. bam! You can fry yeah. with it. Ba-bam. You don't have to refrigerate it. It'll last for freaking weeks. If you refrigerate it, it'll last for months. That's nice. Yes. I know. Yeah. I know that a lot of <clears throat> then the keto coffee that they make when you're on the keto diet. Mm-hmm. Ghee is either that or um, you know some a Kerrygold butter or something, but the, yeah. Real hardcore keto people, which I'm obviously not. Okay. See now, I'm just Kerry saying. Gold. Sorry for cutting you off. Yeah. Kerry Kerry Gold is a cultured butter. Okay. Now, if you use Kerry Gold, then you are making traditional ghee. Nice. 
Yeah. See? Didn't know any of that. You learn everything, baby. I'm telling you. <laughs> every week. It's I like you talk, every time I talk to Phil, I'm just a sponge. Mm-hmm. You know, he taught me the definition. You ready, Phil? All right. I'll say it, baby. <laughs> Fuckery. Ooh. <laughs> Coming at me strong, bro. Sorry, listeners, I mean to deafen you. We've had some fun. We've had. You got fuckery and you got bullshittery, which I condone neither of, but I do partake in often. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. So, Phil, what got you into the YouTube realm? See, here you go. Look at—I mean, look at the setup he has right now. Oh, yeah. First of all, everyone like—oh, that's hold on, that's the, that's going to be the third part here. <laughs> this is like a third part, three part special. <laughs> all right, how I got into YouTube <clears throat> was curiosity. All right, I got into YouTube before I got into cooking. Okay. Okay. Curiosity. I'm watching you now. Keep in mind, I'm in the Middle East now. At this time, I was—I still was—I was in Kuwait, and then from there, I went to the Kyrgyz Republic. Please call you know uh, the Kyrgyz Republic, Kyrgyzstan. The actual city was Bishkek, Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. So I'm watching YouTube videos. I like to learn. And, you know, YouTube's a new library. All right. It's a new encyclopedia. All right. Remember back in the day, everybody had those stacks and stacks of encyclo- Encyclopedia Britannicas. Mm-hmm. Yep. You need to learn, you know, and then you get that yearly book. <laughs> YouTube's that now. Anything you want to learn, yep. you can get off of YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, True I'm story. watching YouTube videos and it just dawned on me. I'm like, how did you do that shit? How, how do you? Do a YouTube video. You got to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. So let me back up. Before I left, uh, before I went to the Kyrgyzstan, I was in Kuwait. I come home on rotation. And uh, my very first video is my girl. Look, my girls are like 20s and 30s now. But my very first video is them playing on the Wii. Remember that Wii game? Yeah. I just plugged it in for my daughter before I drove up here. She's got they're, old pl- they're playing a yep. Wii. I got family there, nieces and nephews from, from New York. I got you know, brothers-in-law and just straight fuckery, man. They're playing on the game and I'm <laughs> filming it. And, you know, we're yelling shit. My wife's hiding from the camera and we filmed it and I figured out how to upload it. And I was like, wow, I'm a YouTube one fucking video. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> anyway, it's happening. It happened. It's weird to see yourself for the <laughs> first time up there. Video's not easy to do. No. Let's just but this th- one was just, just say random, that. shooting yeah. random shit, right? But shortly thereafter, my wife took ill, and she had to have surgery. So, you know, the surgery happened, and I started documenting that. I started calling the Chronicles of Riddick, because that's my name. Shit, they can't sue me. Anyway, <laughs> I started doing Chronicles of and I got a sense of humor, you know. The name of the hospital was Cape Fear, but so was there a scary movie back at the time, right? I was like, my wife's in Cape Fear. Maybe we should get the fuck out of here. You know, shit like this. <laughs> so I'm picking on my wife. She's trying to recover, but I'm filming this. So it was more like a documentation type of thing until I got to Kuwait and a bunch of guys that thought they could cook <laughs> started not challenging. We weren't challenging each other, but we were one up in each other. Right. Um, uh, well, you know, even if you look at my older stuff, it was me and my boss, I'm not going to call his name. You guys can look at those. And we were just doing taste tests. Before I even started cooking, we're in Kuwait, and you had to drive an hour and a half from our camp in the desert, which was like 15 kilometers from the Iraqi border, but we're still in Kuwait. And uh, he said, hey, man, I'm going down to town to pick up something. Do you want anything? I said, yeah, man, bring me back. Bring me back a surprise. Surprise me with something. And he'd come back with some shit I couldn't recognize nor pronounce. You know, he'd bring back crazy stuff, dragon fruit, freaking this and that. And we'd film it, and then... 
next time I go down and I pick up something and we taste it and film it. It was like kind of like a taste test thing. And then one day he brings back, he called them lamb eggs. They were lamb nuts, man. They were fried lamb nuts. <laughs> I heard that's a delicacy. They, they, were, <clears throat> they were delicious. <laughs> anyway, oh. it was things like that. He uh, Once he brought me this thing, it, dude, I call it the Kraken. He brought this cuttlefish. The thing was huge. <laughs> it was, and you know, started figuring out if we could cook it and blah, 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 blah. So that's how the, the YouTube started, the cooking started. And then as I was just making videos and I cussed a lot back then, it was terrible. Those videos suck so bad, but great content, but people started responding. That's real, hey, man. It's real. Video. It's real. Like what you did. Yeah. That was interesting. Thanks for sharing. So now I got 10 subscribers. Then I got 20 subscribers. Then I got 40 subscribers and bam, bam, bam. And people like the cooking videos. I started doing more and more cooking videos and then I'll stop right there and wait for the next question. <laughs> well, was it was it was it uh, was your YouTube channel called Daddy Cooks at the time, or was it was it something different? Oh no! Uh, at first, it was what what? At first, it didn't have a freaking name. It was just me doing random shit. I think it was called Chronicles of Riddick or something. Ah. And then I changed it to, uh, I think it was like Feels, Thrills, Chills, and Meals because you know I'm traveling all over the world and I was documenting. You know, I was showing the travel part. I'm in this country now. I'm in that country now. We're cooking stuff or we're eating in restaurants and bazaars and shit. Look, meat bazaars where there's an old guy with a big hunk of meat on a tree stump hacking on it with a freaking a, a hatchet, you know, that type of shit. <laughs> and channel started getting bigger and I was home one day and someone said, man, your, your, your channel doesn't match your personality. Cause every time I was home, it was, I cook something that my girls would try, you know? It's all loving and you're all around your girls and blah, 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 which turned out to be the theme. And I just threw out a couple of names and Daddy Cook stuck. It's been Daddy Cooks for about six years now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so with one, 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 um, one of your videos in particular, you have everybody knows of the UDSs, the ugly drum smokers. Mm. But you wound up doing coming inventing a whole new term with the UDSs and it is called the nuds these the nuds. nuds these nuds <laughs> <laughs> for sure what are these nuds, nuds. these nuds well, how that came about <clears throat> is back to that square grill that we alluded to earlier yep i really want to say alluded anyway <laughs> We talked about earlier. I decided I was going to do a pork, two pork butts. I don't know if it was one or two. I'm going to do a pork butt and did my research, blah, blah, blah. And I keep in mind that was one of those, those, it's a barbecue grill. It's not airtight. It's a barbecue grill. So I decided to do these pork butts and I stayed up all night, man. I'm feeding fuel and it was just, they turned out amazing. But I was dead dog tired, man. I'm talking about dog nuts dragon tired because I stayed up all night just adding fuel, adding fuel. Did the video and a guy named, and I don't even know what his real name is. He was a YouTuber. I'll never, I mean, a, a subscriber. I'll never forget his uh, handle. Jeff S. I don't even know what that stands for. And he said, man, those turned out great, but you work too hard. You should have used a UDS. I was like, hey, man, thanks for your input. Thanks for watching. Boom. And I was like, the fuck's a UDS? 
<laughs> so, yes, man. so I started doing some research, trying to. And there were a lot of videos of, hey, man, this is what my UDS looks like. Well, that ain't fucking helping. Hey, man, uh, if you want to uh, make a UDS like mine, send me 10 bucks. I'll send you a blueprint. No, you can eat a dick, man. I ain't going to pay you to you know, build my own shit. You know that, right? <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm looking all over the place, and I couldn't find anything on how to build it. I found a lot of stuff on what was built. And I found a lot of links to where I could pay somebody to tell me how they built theirs. And I'm like, no, man, I'm not doing that. So I looked around, you know, I, my plus and minus is good. I can figure out how shit works. Okay. So I looked around a lot and I decided I'm going to build one of these things and I'm going to film it. And I did. And the reason I did that is because if I couldn't find any information on how to build one, nobody could find information on how to build one. So I decided to give people information on how to build one. So I filmed my whole, there's a 30 minute video, kind of painful, <laughs> <laughs> but I built the thing. I had to do some, uh, 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 like my father said, some African American engineering because I had to figure some shit out, baby. But, uh, after I got it put together, the in, I mean, the outlet, the chimneys, the four chimney configuration, I think I did come up with that. I'd never seen anyone do it until after I did it. Then it started popping up on Facebook and people saying thanks, blah, 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 for the flat kind of lid without a bunghole. I really wanted to say bunghole. Anyway, <laughs> <Didn't>. uh, <laughs> so I came up with that, I believe. And once I put that video up, my channel started. That was my magic video. Remember that. If you're a YouTuber, mm -hmm. keep chugging along. Keep making your video. Sooner or later, you're going to make a magic video. And it's not going to be the one you think it is. You could do, you could straight Martin Scorsese some shit and that video a bomb. But if you pull some shit out of your ass and you got some, uh, some good information or you're charismatic or whatever, that's the one that's going to blow up. You can be like, what the, what? That video sucked, you know, <laughs> but everyone's going to love it. That's a, yeah. that's a really good advice right there. Yeah. Just keep chugging along, guys. If you're a YouTuber or a podcaster, if you're doing any fucking thing, just do the best you can and keep doing it until someone recognizes your shit. There it is. Boom. So you, you finish the ugly drum smoker, but mm. then you realize the big part of it. It wasn't that ugly. Oh, no. There you go. So <laughs> See, Hence the name. Not the name. Ugly, ugly drum, drum smoker. smoker. <laughs> nuts. Not, nuts. These nuts. These nuts. I painted that thing before. Those of you that can't see, well, none of you can see. I painted this thing. Being a former United States Army Airborne Ranger, color scheme was black and gold. I put a Ranger tab on that bad boy. I painted it up all sexy, and I just couldn't call it the ugly drum smoker. That sexy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the term nuts. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's, it was fantastic. And like I said, <clears throat> I, I love, fell in love with this man. The first night I met him, and then, you know, found how interesting he is. Yeah. You know, he's every little thing. And then it comes down to you also have a podcast. You know, I'm, try I'm, try I'm trying to fill in, you know, 10 pounds of stuff in a two-pound bag, mm -hmm. time-wise here. Yeah. You know. Which um, we're going to be on right now. Yes. This show. <laughs> the podcast. It's not live right now, but it will be after some oh, yeah. well, minor editing and whatnot. That's, that's it. That's right. And, you know, obviously starting this, you know, I started learning more and more about podcasting. And, you know, um, met a lot of people. Um, Steve Ray of the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show is one yep. of the first. Um, Kenton Dutch on their 
not necessarily a podcast, but their show on YouTube. Uh, Jeff and Len from the B- Baseball and Barbecue podcast, yep. you know, which I was on a couple Recently. weeks ago. It dropped yep. on. Go back and check that out. Yep. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> How did you and why did you start your own podcast? Because anybody who's watching the feed right now can see you have one hell of a setup going on in your office there. Let's see if I can do this. It, yeah, I mean, that is impressive. Like, is that a lit up keyboard? What the? Oh, yes, sir. Excuse the day. That's 2018, that's man. Some that's gangster some gangster shit, shit right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's some gangster shit. That, look, look, you actually put a video out because um, you had some requests, I believe, from some of your subscribers on mm-hmm. how you get, if anyone's watched uh, Phil's videos, he all of a sudden just turn and start talking to another camera. You're like, yeah. what? How? And then turns to another, and there's like three different angles <laughs> that he uses. And he, that's a lot of work. You make a one minute Instagram video and you edit it, and that's a lot of work. Wait till he tells you he's got a smaller version that he travels with. To, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. To Pots? To Pots Unknown. Unknown? Yes. Oh, when I leave, podcast is going with me. <laughs> so you have a travel setup. Oh, man, listen. Come on. I'm gonna, Come I on. have a, a H4N audio recorder, mm. but I might just break down by the H6 just because it's sexy. But H4N, look, my travel mic, I hit it right here. That's my that's my travel mic. <laughs> travel mic right there. It's an XLR and a USB straight into an audio recorder, straight into the laptop. I'm podcasting, baby. It's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> It's the commitment that I love. That just that oh, absolutely. It takes a lot, and that's a, it's a lot of work. Some people don't realize that if they don't make videos. Whatever, it's a ton of work. And you can tell he absolutely enjoys it. He loves that's doing what, makes what he's doing. So damn good. Well, I can tell you why that is. <clears throat> I'm a camera whore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. Anything. I love attention, and I'm not. I'm not afraid. <laughs> To talk, I, I know how to talk to a camera. I know how to talk to people. I know how to be a good judge of character. And I know how to convey a message, idea, or instruction. I've been doing it my entire life. And this sexy baritone don't help you. I mean, don't hurt either. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I like doing this um, not only for the attention, just because I'm giving something of value. Mm-hmm. Cooking is easy if you try and if you pay attention. I don't care if you're barbecuing, smoking, and grilling, which are three completely different cooking techniques, all right? Or if you're sous vide, or if you're baking, broiling, whatever you're doing, pressure cooking, all you have to do is get down the four T's. Taste, temperature, texture, and time. You get those four T's down, you can cook a fucking wildebeest, man. You can cook anything, all right? Taste, temperature, texture, and time. Figure it out. Cook what you want to. And when worse comes to worse, the only thing that happens is it doesn't taste good. You're going to eat it anyway and season it better next time. Come on, man. Yep. For I sure. Heard, I heard wildebeest is in season, I know. <laughs> you might have to go try that out. You, know, you never know. So so what, what was what was your thought process of starting the Arbop podcast? I was in parts unknown, and this is going to sound totally crazy. I'm sitting after I did my 12-hour shift, and everybody was good to go. I was laying in the bed, and I was like, you know, I really need to be able to promote Daddy Cooks, my YouTube channel. And I was like, well, no, that's doing good enough. I want to be able to say what I want to say. I can't say whatever I want. I mean, I can, 
But Daddy Cooks is about cooking. You don't want to alienate anybody. I travel a lot. I see a lot of stuff. I get happy, sad, angry, mad, you know, and everybody needs an outlet. And I was talking to another friend of mine. It's like, dude, every time I talk to you, man, you're hilarious. You're funny. He said, you say stupid shit that's amazing and you don't even realize it. I was like, really? I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. And he starts laughing at me, things like that. And the same, same thing with Johnny, man. He met me first day just off the cuff in a, a video. Uh, uh, we just live talking. And I'm just throwing out some anecdotes, <laughs> some nuggets of wisdom, straight fuckery. But it's funny. <laughs> and I think that's the draw for the Arbot podcast. What that's about, if I may take a minute, Absolutely. the Arbot podcast Stage is about yours. people. It's just about people, how people treat each other, what you do to help, hurt, good, bad, indifferent, and your views on it or your experiences of, and my experiences talking about what people do or don't do. So I'll come up with a subject, and it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. You could be a YouTuber. You could be a, a, a cop. You could be a, a crackhead. I don't care. You have experiences on how people have treated people. And that's what our bop's about. Hmm. That's what that podcast is about. And, you know, I'm a couple episodes in. I'm going to grow up and be big boys like you guys one day. Out of boy, brother. Now, now, what does our bop stand for? Our bop stands for Riddick's Book of Philosophy. Hmm. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you where that name came <laughs> we I don't want to take too much time. Are we good? You're good. Yeah, I know the story. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to tell you where our Bob came from. I was a sergeant first class, United States Army, and we were in Fort Lewis, Washington. It's a place called LDAC, the Leadership Development and Assessment Camp. Okay? It's for all of the soon-to-be lieutenants in the Army that are going to commission that next year. They all go there to get assessed so they can be on the national OML order of merit list. Who's going to get their branch. You know, if you're going to be infantry, if you want to be transportation, if you want to be this, you want to be that. So they have to do well at this camp. So anyway, every summer I would have to go there as an NCOIC non-commissioned officer in charge. I would go down there and I'd be responsible this one summer for a platoon's worth of lieutenants. They're almost lieutenants. You know, they were wearing the bars, but they haven't done shit yet. So I'm still a man. <laughs> <laughs> so I got 50 lieutenants and we're running orienteering. I'm trying to keep this short. So I'm, we're up in the morning at old dark 30. Hey, come on, you freaking knuckleheads, get yourselves on the bus. Make sure we got hundred percent accountability. And I just say stuff just like I do now. You know, somebody run to the bus later and say, Hey, are you stupid as you want to be? Excuse me, sorry. Are you stupid as you want to be? No, I'm not stupid as y'all want to be. So you want to be more stupid. Get your ass on the bus. <laughs> Things like that. You know, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I can tell you why. I'm, look, kill yourself. Die over there. Stuff like that. And uh, Cutthroat. Cutthroat. One, day, one day I'm on the bus just talking about whatever, briefing them on what we're going to do. And I say something. And one of those young men was had his head down. He was writing. I say, hero, what you got going on over there? And everybody's like, tell him, tell him, tell Sergeant Riddick, tell us. Oh, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> He said, well, sorry. And he gets up and he has this notepad, one of them pretty good sized notepads. And he starts reading off my one liners. Now I've been with, this kid's been with me for like two months now. We were there for the whole summer. He's reading off these one liners. Shit, I forgot I said it was hilarious. I'm biting my lip trying not to laugh at myself. And uh, I said, what is that? He's like, uh, sorry, this is Riddick's, <laughs> Riddick's book of philosophy. 
I've been writing down the stuff you've been saying for the last two months. <laughs> for the last two months. That kid's probably fucking rich right now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so that's where I, where I got Arbot from, Riddick's Book of Philosophy. And I was doing Facebook posts saying Arbop, and I was like, you know, I'm doing a podcast. What's a good name? And it just stuck. That's where Arbop came from. <clears throat> Perfect. Well, Love Phil. It. Yes, sir. Thank you so much Great for guest. taking time out today to join us. I know it was you said you were going to get me. You, I you were coming you for me. And I, I came for you first. <laughs> 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 but, brother, where can everybody find you? Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Instagram social, all social media everything. platforms. Give us everything, Phil. The okay. table's yours. <laughs> On YouTube, all you have to do is look for Daddy Cooks. All right, just do a search for Daddy Cooks. You'll see this beautiful face, or you'll see my emblem. It's a yellow square with an ugly drum smoker little emblem wearing a North Carolina hat with a big old smile. Nice. All right, so Daddy Cooks on YouTube. I do have a Facebook Daddy Cooks, Daddy Cooks page. If you want to friend me there, that's cool. For Arbop, I have a YouTube Arbop Riddick's Book of Philosophy, R-B-O-P, on YouTube. That's the video podcast. And simultaneously, I have the Arbop regular podcast, which is, like I said earlier, it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Buzzsprout, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Do we, do we, get, do we get his Instagram? You want IG as well? Oh, my Instagram <clears throat> is daddy underscore cooks underscore YT, all lowercase. So daddy underscore cooks underscore YT, and YT is obviously for YouTube. Sweet. And when I don't do a video and I'm just doing some random cooking, sometimes I will do a back-to-back -back spot on, you know, keep people abreast of what I'm doing. You know, short, short little shorts on uh, Instagram <clears throat> from doing some. Nice. Awesome. So, like awesome. I said, Phil, thank you so much for taking some time out. Thanks, Phil. And uh, I was glad we were able to do this. And with your permission, I'd like to st uh, steal one of your lines right now. All yours. I love you like cooked food, baby. Uh, love you too, brother. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Phil. <laughs> thanks, guys. And... Well, I told you. Wow. I told you. What a good, what a great, great dude. guest. Great person. Great, great man. Great family man. Yep. Yep. Great family. Just all around awesome guy. Great guy. You know, tells it how it is, which I like. Yep. And, you know, telling how it is, there's some comedy behind that. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so like I said, it was many, many, uh, Many Saturday nights into the wee hours that there was a lot of laughter coming from my kitchen. Well, I just subscribed to the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. The best advertisement for it, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was awesome. That what do you got really going good. on the rest of the week? Uh, well, I'm uh, meeting with a couple of buddies tomorrow for some social distancing, a few beverages, maybe a rack of ribs. But that's about it, really, just laying low. You know, I'm closing tomorrow. Oh, ooh! Tomorrow morning, I'm congratulations. Closing. Oh yeah, the baby. new home, baby. New home, gonna get the keys and oh, oh. let it all begin on that one, baby. There's no one that knows the feeling better than the barbecue broker. I'm psyched. I'm pumped. It's a long time coming, a lot of hard work, and you know we got there. So, you know, Good for you, buddy. The, the best part about it is exciting right there. Best part, my favorite part of the house. Yeah. 
For the first time in my life, I got a backyard. You know what I mean? Fit all those smokers. Oh, believe you me. Fit I, already smokers. Me- I already measured. I want to see a pavilion covered. No bullshitting around. I got, I got to run up the street and get one of them drums. I need a need a nudge to add to the collection. Cause free, drum, drum. free drum posts on the New England Pitmaster page. In, yeah. Out so in Rowley, out, dude's Rowley. giving away 55-gallon drums if you want to make a... These nuds. These nuds. But, yeah, that's it. But that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever you find podcasts. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. You have all our <coughs> catalog right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Pit Life BBQ. Mm-hmm. Also, you can find us at New England Pitmasters, NEP for short. Yep, it's uh, Facebook backslash groups backslash New England Pitmasters. Uh, also, check us out uh, on uh, on Instagram and uh, at the Barbecue, Barbecue Broker, Broker on Instagram. Just check me out and check out some of my cooks and all that, and all, that you know, all the YouTube stuff. And we're gonna we're still ironing a couple things out, so we're gonna get the whole list and tighten this. Yeah. Tighten this down. Yep, yep. But uh, any questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. You know, we love yous all. And uh, until next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. Attention cigar smokers, or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.